Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Podcast, helping you navigate the social media jungle. And now, here's your host, Michael Stelzner. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me for the Social Media Marketing Podcast, brought to you by socialmediaexaminer.com. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner, and this is the podcast for marketers and business owners who want to know what works with social media. Today's show is sponsored by the Social Media Marketing Society, the largest membership community for social media marketers. I am really excited about today's show. I'm going to be joined by Dr. Anissa Holmes, and we're going to explore Facebook marketing for local businesses. Now, Anissa is a dentist, and she's going to be talking about lots of things that local businesses can do. And trust me, you do not need to be a dentist to get a lot of value out of today's podcast. So definitely stick around. Also, if you need to email me, podcast at socialmediaexaminer.com will come right to my inbox. Let's now transition over to this week's brand new discovery. Helping you stay alive in a social jungle, here's this week's survival tip. This week, I'm joined by Eric Fisher with a brand new discovery. What'd you find, Eric? I found a cool tool for tab management on your browsers that'll even sync it to other browsers. It's called Tab Cloud. Okay, so first of all, what do you mean by tab management? So you know how you get in certain modes when you're doing things on the web, or at least you should, where you're like, okay, I'm going to go in and I'm going to get this one task done. And for that, I need this tab, this tab, and this tab. Well, this tab manager is going to make it so that you can have a certain set of, you know, two or more, I mean, up to however many you want, tabs. And what you can do is then literally say, okay, I want that set of tabs. You click the button and it pops them all open. So we're really talking about bookmarking, just to be specific in case somebody doesn't know what the heck a tab is, right? We're talking about bookmarking. (laughs) Yes, that's true. And we're talking about bookmarking, and we're talking about bookmarking on desktop browsers. Is that correct? That's right. This is is a Chrome extension and a Firefox uh, extension, but it's also an Android app with iOS app coming soon. So I think I understand what you're saying. It allows you to group together a bunch of things Mm -hmm. and then click and open them all simultaneously. Is that the idea? Yeah, that's it. And and on top of that, though, uh, uh, you know, it takes it to a, a whole other couple of levels deeper where you can name a certain set of bookmarks or tabs and you can even use the favicons for those so that you can easily recognize them as well. So how are you using this just out of curiosity? So the one way that I thought would be the best way to test it would be, okay, well, if I want to go do a quick check-in on all of the major social networks – let me do that. Let me have Facebook. Let me have this Facebook page, this Facebook page, Twitter. Uh, let's see. What's the other one? Uh, sometimes I check Instagram on the desktop. Um, what was the other one? There was one more. I forget what the other one was, but it was, like I want to cr- you know, check all of them all at once. Uh, yep. I think the other one was Agora Pulse, by the way. And I named it Social Channels, and I clicked the button, and then boom, they're all open. Perfect. So the idea is it's kind of like all that activity is locked into one little button, if you will. And then when you open it, it pops it all open and then it's just, you know, it's one place to go. That's cool. So what is this tool called again? It's called Tab Cloud. And is it, uh, is it free? It's free. Yeah. It's really easy to to get to, by the way, you you just go to chrometabcloud.appspot.com. Chrome. Say one more. And by the way, can you find the Firefox stuff there as well or no? 
Yes, yeah, the links are all there. It's called Chrome Tab Cloud dot appspot.com. Awesome. And for folks that didn't catch it, we'll have the links in the show notes. Eric, thank you so much for bringing that brand new discovery to us. You're welcome. So you heard at the onset that this podcast is sponsored by the Social Media Marketing Society. And you might be asking yourself, Mike, what is that exactly? Well, it's Social Media Examiner's membership community where we train you three times a month online, live with the latest in social media marketing. And it's been around for about two years. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you might be familiar with it, but it is now open for enrollment for 2017. If you are looking for ongoing professional development to keep yourself and your business on the latest, greatest cutting edge of social media marketing, then you definitely need to check it out. Visit smmarketingsociety.com, smmarketingsociety.com. It's very economical very excellent workshop kind of uh, quality training. All right, let's transition over to this week's interview with Anissa Holmes. Helping you simplify your social safari, here's this week's expert guide. This week, I'm very excited to be joined by Dr. Anissa Holmes. If you don't know who Anissa is, she's the author of Delivering Wow, How Dennis Can Build a Fascinating Brand and Achieve More While Working Less. Her podcast is the Delivering Wow Dental Podcast. She is a practicing dentist and she teaches other dentists how to be successful with Facebook marketing. Anissa, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me, Michael. Really happy to be here. I'm super excited to have you. And by the way, folks, if you're not a dentist, keep listening (laughs) because the stuff we're going to talk about is applicable for almost any business. Um, Anissa, just in case anybody senses a little bit of an accent, what part of the world are we talk are you are you in right now? Right, absolutely. So I'm actually from New Orleans. So I grew up in the States, but I am actually currently living in Jamaica. My husband is Jamaican, so we've been here for about ten years now. Awesome. Well, talk to me about how you went from being a dentist, a practicing dentist, to someone who's teaching others who are dentists how to how to do all this craziness on Facebook. What's your story there? Right. Absolutely. So it all started in 2010. And 2010 is when I started my first practice here in Jamaica. And I knew that I had to have a strategy to grow my business. And so I started looking at Facebook marketing. I started really sharing what was happening in our practice as we were growing. And what happened is that we started to get a ton of new patients. In fact, we were getting, you know, five new patients, 10 new patients a month just from Facebook. And that was back in 2010. And I thought, okay, I'm really on to something here because most dentists typically are getting like 10 to 15 per month from all referral sources. And so what happened is that I started to look at creating ads and started to spend $50 a month and a hundred dollars a month and $200 a month. Okay. Hold on and a second. Hold on. Yes. I want to I dig in a little bit here. So in the beginning, you just started your practice. Is it, was, right. this, was this your first time as starting a dentist or had you already had a practice in uh, New Orleans? Right. So I actually had a practice. I trained at the University of Alabama. Um, and so I had a had a practice in Alabama and um, and that was I graduated in 99. So I had a practice there for about seven years. Then I moved to Jamaica. And then after a few years, I said, OK, I'm ready to do another startup. So it was when I actually created that startup practice that I knew that I would have to put in some strategies to really grow. So about 10 years ago, 
So approximately 2007-ish, if you will. What were you doing back in the very beginning? Were you just using your personal profile? Cause, or were you actually, did you, did you develop a page? Because that's kind of early days for Facebook. Right. So I actually started right when pages were just developing, wow. actually. Um, or, you know, it was, it was more like 2000, 2000, early 2010 is when I actually set up my page. Got it. Um, and so you're absolutely right. Things were really different then. And so like everything that I was putting out, people were seeing it, right? And um, we started to get all of these people coming in and all of this engagement that started to happen. And what we were doing is really sharing what was happening in the practice every single day, all of the things that we were doing behind the scenes, how we were really looking at, you know, sharing our culture, how we were changing people's lives, telling our practices story. And then, like I said, over time, what happened is, of course, the algorithm changed. And so we had to make some adjustments. But now we spend about $500 a month on Facebook. And we're getting about 50 new patients a month, every single month from Facebook. Our ROI, uh, actually I have a campaign now that's running that's giving me a 5,000% ROI for a teeth whitening campaign. But it's all about that engagement, using those targeted audiences. And then dentists started to ask me, okay, how are you getting these crazy results, right? And so uh, I actually created a Facebook course last year. And now I'm lecturing um, to dentists really all over the world about Facebook. So it's been really... a very interesting journey. <laughs> well, I mean, if I think about this, almost anybody who has a local business that can get 50 new customers a month, and especially a business where they come back, right? Where they're a returning absolutely. customer. That's, that's huge. I mean, like that is absolutely huge. So, um, so what happened? I mean, like, so obviously you started getting all these customers and, and what's the rest of the story? Did you end up opening another practice? Did you grow, outgrow your space? I mean, like, what was the deal? Right. So what happened is that we started to get so many new customers coming in that after about two years, I actually was able to, we actually tripled our revenue. Wow. <laughs> and I really have to contribute this to Facebook because when those customers come in, they know us already. Like they've been to our page, they've been to our website, they know what we are able to to be able to help them with in terms of solving their problems. They're connected with us. And so they're ready to make a purchase. They're ready to get started. Um, and so that was really, you know, our strategy. And like I said, we, our, our revenue tripled. And so I actually built a new office, which was three times the space, totally out of profits. Wow. Um, now the practice is really continuing to grow. The practice is debt free. And so am I, and I can tell you a lot of it had to do with the growth that we experienced through Facebook marketing. Wow. Well, and that's what we're going to talk about today, folks. We're going to get into some of the amazing things that Anissa has been doing and what she's been teaching others to do. Uh, the first question I want to ask you is, you know, for so many local businesses, especially here in the United States, you know, you've got Yelp, you've got TripAdvisor, and, you know, do, do you really need Facebook? Because I think a lot of these businesses are totally focused on these review-based sites. What, what's your response to that? Do local businesses need to go beyond Yelp and TripAdvisor? Okay. So this is a thing, Michael. Most people, I can tell you, I'm included with this. When you wake up in the morning, where are you? You're checking Facebook, right? Um, you know, when you're in between, uh, you know, your daily tasks, whether you're doing, you're checking Facebook. In the evening, you're checking Facebook. And so what I always say is that if your new customers are hanging out on Facebook, 
Facebook is where you need to be hanging out. People are not hanging out on Yelp. People are not hanging out even on Google, you know, searching for things. People are on Facebook. And so to me, if you're going to really look at where you're going to focus, it really needs to be Facebook marketing. I like the way you said that because generally speaking, people aren't going to use these tools like Yelp unless they actively are searching for something, right? Like they're looking for a dentist or they're looking for a restaurant. Um, and, and they're probably only doing that when they're in a specific uh, need, right? Like they, they need to, to, to go have their teeth cleaned or they need to go ahead and find a new mechanic or something. But in the case of Facebook, I would imagine since people kind of live and breathe on there all the time, it's kind of like their television, if you will. The fact that they might see you in your practice, maybe they end up knowing someone who's looking for a dentist and because you are constantly in their feed and, and they know who you are, I would imagine a lot of referrals also come as a result of your activity on Facebook. Would that be accurate? No, absolutely. And I can tell you, you know, this is really a huge, huge strategy. And, you know, you look at your target market, you know, for me, my target market are people who have a little bit of money, you know, they're a little bit more established, perhaps they're in their, you know, 30s or 40s. And that's where that, that audience is hanging out. And so, you know, it's really about creating those engaging posts, posts that people would really, you know, feel connected to. I always share a post about, you know, community impact, what we're doing to change the lives of our patients, you know, so looking at testimonials. So I, you know, I teach Facebook as well to, to local business owners. And what I say as well is that, you know, if you have customers that are happy, you know, have them share their story, do, do a Facebook live, you know, have those videos and then you can go back of course and retarget those people, um, with, you know, the video campaigns. So, I mean, it's, it's really amazing what you can do with Facebook. So those people who are really not embracing that strategy are really missing out. Where do a lot of local businesses go wrong when it comes to Facebook? And, and, right. then, and then my follow on question is going to be, what should they be doing right? Because I'm sure you hear from people, oh, it doesn't work, right? So what are they doing wrong? Right, absolutely. So the first thing is that people a lot of times are really posting the wrong things. And so for local businesses, it's, it's, it's a little different than online, okay? So I know a lot of listeners here may have both an online and offline. Um, and with, with offline, or sorry, with online businesses, of course, you're trying to just get people, you know, to be able to opt in to your, your freebie or your guide, and then you're taking them along that automated funnel. But for local businesses, it's about really sharing, you know, your story, sharing what makes your business different, what makes your business unique, you know? And so, you know, if you are, if you have a, for example, a, a plumbing company, you know, are you doing something different? Are you, able to have people to call you 24 hours a day. You know, what are you doing? What are you offering that's different from anyone else? And that's what you focus on. I find that a lot of people are just putting out, you know, information about how great they are, are they posting a lot of stock content, and that really doesn't work. So the first step is really putting something out there because let's face it, people's eyeballs, there's a lot of competition on Facebook. You know, they can look at pictures of their, their friends, kids, or, you know, things that are happening in their community. They can read articles, you know, what would make them want to click on what you are posting? And so I always say, 
create that engaging content. And then the next part of it, of course, is thinking about, you know, who do you want to see your posts? Who do you want to see even your targeted ad campaigns and being very specific with your targeting? A lot of people get it wrong because they, you know, they're just putting a post up there and they hope that people see it. Um, But you really need to be very strategic. So if you're retargeting people that have been to your website, if you're retargeting your your past or your existing customers, Facebook lookalikes, those are strategies that are going to get you to get those conversions. Okay. I know a couple times you said story, story, story. Um, Local business owners, you know, maybe some listening right now, even if they're not a local business owner, might say to themselves, well, I don't even know what's my story. What story do I tell? What what would you recommend? Let's dig in on that a little bit because I know it's one of the things you recommend. Right. Absolutely. So what I always say is, If you want to grow your business, right, the first step is to really think about what you want your business to be known for, you know? So if you are, for example, you know, you have a jewelry business, you know, are you just going to be putting out in your marketing, not just in Facebook, but in all of your marketing pieces that we sell jewelry? Or is it that you offer something that's very different, that's very unique? Do you offer a service where, you know, you will call the husbands every time it's their wife's birthday, you know, and so they continue to connect with you? What are you doing that's different? What makes people want to choose you? and not someone else. And so, you know, for us, we actually market to people who are fearful. And so we actually, in our practice, we have complimentary hand and arm massage. We have headphones and iPads to take away the sound. And so that's what our marketing piece is about. It's not about the fact that we, we do fillings or we do cleanings or we do root canals. I mean, yes, we do those things, but I really very rarely speak about those things. It's always about the patience and the experience that they're going to have once they decide to actually come in to become a patient of ours or a customer of ours. And so anytime you're marketing, whether it's Facebook or any other form, that's the first key is really to think about what makes your business unique. And that's what you need to be looking and focusing on in your marketing messages. Okay. So in your case, you're saying, Hey, um, we will make you feel comfortable in uh, in what is normally an uncomfortable situation, the dentist chair, right? right. And um, how do you weave story into that? Do you tell the story of some of your customers, or do you talk about do you talk about like how you grew the business, um, or is it just really kind of here's you know um, here's what we help? I mean, do you put the customer in the center of the story? I'm just curious. I'm digging a little deeper on this. Right. Absolutely. So there's several ways that we do it. The first is that we use. Uh, our testimonials, testimonials of our customers all the time. And mm-hmm. to me, that's the best way to grow your business because we can get out there and say that, you know, we see you on time and we can make sure that we can do an injection and you're not going to feel it. You know, that's great if we say it, but how powerful is it to have a patient come in, in our case of my local business and say, you know, my life was changed because I was so afraid and now I was able to go somewhere. I didn't feel the injection. They gave me a call after. They gave me an iPad to take away the sound. That's really powerful, you know? And so we do a lot of it, use a lot of video. The other thing that's very effective is just really highlighting all of those benefits, all of those features. And so a lot of our posts are about, you know, the fact that, hey, we're listening. You asked for, you know, condensed milk to be at our coffee and tea bar and we listened. Here it is, you know? So those sort of posts really make people say, oh my gosh, this place is a little different. My dentist is not doing that. 
you know, perhaps I should learn a little bit more about them. Maybe they can help me because I'm afraid and now I can go there and I'll actually be able to get my work done. So it's about creating those, those posts also highlighting all of those little features that you have that makes you very special. Now, um, you also said it's important to know who you want to reach and you kind of alluded that you're using Facebook to reach specific people. How are you guys, what are you guys doing and what tips could you teach others that have local businesses as far as reaching very specific people with Facebook ads? Right. So I'll just give an example of what we're doing um, so people can sort of see. And this is the the ad that's actually giving us a 5,000% ROI. And so we offer teeth whitening, of course, in our, in our practice. And so instead of just putting out an ad and putting out, put it out to people who are within 10 miles of my practice, what I decided to do was to be very specific. And so I said, okay, let me let this ad be seen in a news feeds of women who are engaged or who, who are in between the ages of 24 and 55, but they also have to be either an existing patient, which is now targeting your customer base, right? Creating that custom audience, or they have to be a lookalike of that particular audience using Facebook's lookalike feature, or they have to be someone that's been to our website, or they have to be someone that's followed our Facebook page, um, those are the sort of audiences, people that have watched 50% of our videos of our patients giving testimonials. And so these are the warm audiences, but of I course they this. also have to be engaged and they also have to be women and they also have to be a specific age. And so that's a really warm, warm, warm audience. And so we've spent, uh, since I think we put that ad up, um, in December, we've spent about $150 and we've gotten, I mean, I think it's like maybe $8,000 worth of teeth whitenings um, for that amount of money. So, I mean, that's that's really quite huge. <laughs> yeah, so so you're uploading, you know, the list of some of your customers, and then you're basically saying, give me an audience that looks like these people but probably lives, you know, obviously in Jamaica, Absolutely. right? Um, and and then you're also target retargeting the people that are visiting your website, which might be anonymous, and that's totally working for you. That sounds awesome. Um, you and I had spoken previously about something interesting you're doing with Wi-Fi. Can you share a little bit about what you're doing there? Right. Absolutely. So Facebook has this really cool feature that many people don't know about, and it's actually called Facebook Wi-Fi. And how it works is that when someone enters into your business and they see guest Wi-Fi for your business, they click on it. Okay. When they click on it, what happens is that they go to your business's Facebook page. And so they have an option to either enter in a Wi-Fi password if they, for example, don't have Facebook. Facebook, if they don't feel comfortable um, checking in, or they can check in. And I can tell you just about every single one of our customers, they just check in. Okay. Okay. Well, well, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Because this is like, I know a million things are going through my mind. So hold on. You have this Wi-Fi thing now. um, And they walk into your practice and basically to get access to the Wi-Fi, they have to check in on Facebook. Explain to everybody what the check-in actually accomplishes. Right. So once they click the button that they they uh, would like to have free Wi-Fi and they will check the box to check in. What that means is that now a post actually appears in their personal newsfeed that says that they're located now or they're, they're at your business. Okay. So they check in. Now something appears on their feed and now their friends know that they're in our practice, which is so cool because their friends are now like, 
oh my gosh, I'm looking for a dentist. How is it? How was your experience? You know, how was everything? Should I go to that dentist? And people start having these conversations in this person's personal newsfeed. And so it's like traditional word of mouth, but now it's on steroids. And the other thing that's really cool is that when they check in, they can actually, you know, enter in some text about what they're doing that day. They're excited to be having, you know, their visit. They can write all of that. And then also once they go into their personal newsfeed, they can actually go in and they can leave a review. And so once they've had a great experience, they're now in their newsfeed, they can go click a button really quickly. They leave a review, um, onto your business's, uh, Facebook. Facebook page for your Facebook review. So it's, it's a lot of, do you encourage them to, do you encourage them on the way out to leave a review or anything like that? Or when they're in the chair or what? (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So we just let them know, you know, you've checked in and, um, you know, um, once you get to your page, you know, we just basically explain how it works. And, you know, we would appreciate if you've had a great experience, just let people know, you know, that helps us to grow and helps us to be able to connect with other people who are perhaps fearful or looking for a dentist. And because we over deliver in terms of our, our delivering while service, people are so happy to do that. What, what percentage of your customers that, that log onto the Wi-Fi do you think actually do check in with Facebook? Oh gosh, it's hard to say. Like the majority Um, of them, you think most of them do? It's hard to say, but we have, I mean, we typically have a few people. Um, and I mean, we, we don't have hundreds of customers coming in. Obviously it's, a, right. you know, it's but a, let's say, let's say, let's say in a day you had 10 people log into the Wi-Fi. You think half of them are going to actually go ahead and check into Facebook? Well, I can tell you that if they log into the Wi-Fi, they're checking in. <laughs> That's what I meant to yeah. ask. So if they're going to go on yeah. the Wi-Fi, they're going to check in. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how in the world does somebody go about finding out this? Is this some sort of special program they have to apply for with Facebook? What's the deal on that? No. So actually you can just Google it. So if you just Google Facebook Wi-Fi, um, it actually uh, gives you all of the information of how you can set it up. And it gives you a list of routers. So there are specific routers uh, that you that are approved um, to be able to do that connection. And, and it's a free, really it's a free right service, there, so, right? It, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't really cost anything, does it? No. <laughs> That's so cool. That is so cool. Now, just imagine, folks, if you have any kind of a establishment where you have a lot of people coming in and maybe you don't have great cell signal in your area, this could be huge for you, right? I mean, just imagine if you're like a restaurant or a pizzeria and you're in a part of town where the internet on the cell phones. It's horrible. I mean, this, this could be gargantuously cool. Um, great, great, great tip. Now, um, let's get back to, uh, what you do on Facebook. Um, outside of advertising, is there anything organically that you do on Facebook or is it all paid all the stuff that you do on Facebook? Actually, most of the stuff that we do is not paid. (laughs) It's not paid. Okay. So what are you doing? What are you doing on that? What kind of stuff are you doing organically? Um, you know, it's very interesting because you can do, you know, promo days. Um, there are times then, you know, in, for example, in my local business and we work on appointments that, for example, the mom may call and say, okay, three kids, uh, sorry, something's come up. We can't come today, you know? And so I'll put something up on Facebook and say the first three people that call can get, you know, 50% off their, their treatment today. Um, so you can definitely, ah, just so that. you don't lose yeah. that revenue, right? Because you've got the seat open or whatever, right? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And these are people that would not have come, you know, and so for any other local business being able to do that same sort of thing and saying, okay, well, you know, I have a business that now services cars, you know, and, you know, we have, uh, it's a slow day. <laughs> it's a slow day. So can you put up, you know, a wonderful Wednesday promotion? Anyone who comes in today can get, you know, 50% off their oil change. And what happens is once they come in, you give them an amazing experience. They become lifelong customers and they tell other people about you. And, you know, Facebook is the second um, highest way that we get new patients. The first is actually from our existing, you know, customers, our existing patients. They are telling people about us, but many of them first found out about us perhaps through promotions. So we do those sort of things as well. Um, sometimes, you know, we'll say you will have a promotion this month. If you come in before the end of the month, you'll be able to, you know, take advantage of this offer. Sometimes it's doing things like, you know, doing a tour, just taking our video and doing a tour of, of our facility or what makes us different or what makes us unique. I mean, for example, we do the, the complimentary hand and arm massage. We have a towel warmer, you know, we put up a picture of the towel warmer and it gets engagement because it's talking about, you know, how we're going to make you feel amazing when you come in. Um, so it's really just being very creative, Michael, like just looking through and walking through every single day and saying, okay, you know, what can we take an image, take a picture of that would make people say, oh, that's really cool. Like, what are you doing? Um, that's different. Maybe highlighting your employees and why they're so amazing. Maybe it's how you're, again, impacting the community. A few weeks ago, we actually treated 100 kids for free um, on a Saturday in our practice. Everything was actually promoted through our Facebook page. We didn't promote it anywhere else. Uh, we put it out on Facebook and people responded. We created ads. That was a huge campaign because it was a social campaign. People shared that with, you know, with their friends. It was shared so many times. And so I always challenge business owners to say, you know, how can you, how can you impact the community that evokes emotion? How, how can you give back? And when you do that, people love to see that they will share it and people will now connect with your business, then they go to your website, and then they come in as a customer. Awesome. Um, I'm sure that some local business owners are listening right now, and they're asking themselves, well, how do I know, first of all, if any of this is going to work? And how do I calculate you know, the return that I could expect on something like this? What do you want to say to them? Right. So the thing is that you really just need to start. <laughs> That's the thing, you know, you have to start and I don't recommend starting spending thousands of dollars, but just start with posting those sort of engaging posts, things that anytime you post, you think, okay, this is something that people will share, creating that shareable content and then starting to put in those different audiences, creating those audiences where you're targeting, again, your customers, your lookalike. These are basic audiences that can be created. Um, of course, you can dive even deeper into audience insights and get really you know, strategic with it. But when you're starting out, just start simple. And again, you know, start with boosting $5. I mean, that's really easy. And then from there, really diving deep into creating those long-term ad campaigns like my teeth whitening campaign that's running, you know, really evergreen. They're, they're, it's always growing, always going. Have you been experimenting at all with video or recommend any video to any of your, uh, your, your fellow dentists that you're training? 
Well, absolutely. So video is huge. <laughs> and I can tell you of all of the different strategies in terms of getting engagement. Of course, video, live video is huge. So that's the number one way that we can get that organic reach. Um, and then after live video, just regular, you know, video, um, again, testimonials is something that we do all the time or just uploading any video. And then of course you can retarget them. <laughs> let's talk about um, what you, let's talk about live video. So, right. um, you know, walk me through like what you might do inside of your practice with live video, just so people can understand it. Because first of all, folks, live video is kind of raw, right? Anissa, I mean, it doesn't have to right. be super high production value. So I'm assuming you're not like bringing in a camera crew and doing all crazy no. stuff. You're probably just pulling your smartphone out of your pocket and you're saying, this is, I got to capture this. I got to go live. I don't know. Talk to us. What are you doing with it? So, you know, it's very interesting. You know, one of my students uh, actually did a live after she went through my course and she did a live of uh, a crown being made. So she has the machine, the C-Rec machine, where she can actually mill crowns in her office. And so she actually did a Facebook live of the crown being made. I mean, that's really interesting. And so it's like, you know, how can you take your customers or your potential customers behind the scenes. So again, if you're a restaurant, what's happening in the kitchen? You know, yeah, yeah. if you, you know, if you have, if you have a jewelry store, you know, how, how are you able to actually make custom, you know, wedding bands? I mean, that's really interesting. And so it doesn't have to be a big crew. It can be a Facebook live of, okay, let me just take you behind the scenes of how we're making this amazing dessert, um, for our, you know, for all of the people that come to our restaurant. This is something that the chef has just put in and it's so amazing. It tastes phenomenal. So let's go ahead and show you behind the scenes how we're making it. You know, I mean, just there's so many ways <laughs> that you can really. What do we have to be um, aware of with our customers? I mean, do we have to ask permission and all that fun stuff? I'm just curious what your thoughts and best practice are because obviously, you know, if you get somebody who's super happy, you know, do you just videotape them right on the spot or what, what do we need to know about that? So we actually have a system for getting the testimonials from our customers. And so what we do is we really focus on one, being very different, delivering amazing experiences to our customers. And then what happens is that there are different touch points. So for me and my business, what happens is that, for example, the hygienist sees the patient. She asks, how was your experience? I see them. I ask, how was your experience? And I know that, you know, they see that we're asking, we keep talking about experience. And once they get to the front desk, they get asked the question again. And once they are at that point, they're like, you know what? This is the best experience I've ever had, you know, going to a dentist. I can't believe I had a massage. I can't believe that I was able to see images of my teeth. And the doctor was so amazing. And we're like, okay, great. Would you mind, and this is our verbiage, would you mind sharing your experience with us? Would you mind doing a video testimonial to share your experience for, for other people who might be looking for a dentist who are fearful? And they're like, Absolutely. Sure. And so, you know, we, you keep like a camera behind the desk or something or what? We just have our iPhones. <laughs> okay, cool. And do you so, just, you just literally hold it up and record or do you attach a lapel mic to them just out of curiosity? Right. So we actually are not using lapel mics. Um, it's something that absolutely we could do because I actually have a lapel mic here at my house. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that's something that definitely could help with the, the so you audio just, you're just quality. So you're just getting the raw experience of what they had. And then you're, what are you doing with all those videos? Do you, do you, so obviously since you've asked permission, presumably it's okay for you. They, they've granted you permission to do something with that. Are you, are you specifically telling them we would like to use it to show other customers? 
customers? And that is that kind of how you can begin to use it in some of your Facebook advertising campaigns and such and so on? Absolutely. So we're very honest, you know, we just let people know, you know, you've had a great experience and we know that so many other people are also looking for a great dentist. Would you mind to share your experience? Um, we'll use it on social media or whatever. And they're like, sure, no problem. You know, and we're in that social age now. Um, and some patients will say, well, you know, no, I really don't feel comfortable or, you know, I'm shy and, you know, I'm, I don't feel comfortable and that's totally okay. So we're like, no problem. You know, thank you so much for coming. I'm so happy you had an amazing experience. But I mean, as we know, there's going to be a, a percentage of people that are going to be like, you know, absolutely. And people don't feel offended when we ask them. We're just asking them to help other people who might be fearful. Um, and so it's, I think, how you how you ask the question and just really just telling people exactly what the objective is or the why. Do you ask them to clearly state their name in the video just so that if you choose to later, you could present their name like over the top of their little testimony? Or did you not even worry about putting their name out there? You know what? We, we of course, have their names because they're customers of ours. Some people will say their name. Some people won't. Um, and to me, that's not the most important thing. The most important thing is really the content Got it. And, and, and really the message that they're putting out there. What I love about this is anybody who has a local business, obviously the customers are coming in and if they do have a good experience and you're seeding them like Anissa is, right? They're being asked at least three times how their experience was and and if you can tell they're so animated, right? That's what you want in testimonials. And if you can capture enough of those testimonials, not only can you use them on social in your ads, you could sew them together into a video and you could put on your website as a promotional video, right? I mean, you, you could just do endless things with it and it's so powerful. And I, I'm so excited to hear that you're doing that because that's what I would do if I, if I had right. a practice. Well, Anissa, we've just scratched the surface of what um, is possible if you have a local business. And I want to say, first of all, thank you so much for sharing your insights with us. Why don't you tell people where they can discover more about you and especially if they're dentists, um, where they could discover more about the courses and stuff that you teach for dentists. Right. Absolutely. So my website is deliveringwell.com. Um, and from there, you can get the links to my podcast and my blog posts and all of my articles and everything else that I'm doing. That's deliveringwow.com. Anissa Holmes, thank you so much for joining us and sharing all your knowledge with us. Thanks so much for having me. Well, I hope you got a lot of value out of today's podcast. If there was anything that we mentioned and you didn't catch it, socialmediaexaminer.com slash 246. If you're new to the show, Hit that subscribe button on your podcast player. Last thing, check out the Social Media Marketing Society. It's the largest professional development organization for social media marketers brought to you by Social Media Examiner. Simply visit smmarketingsociety.com. Again, smmarketingsociety.com. This brings us to the end of yet another episode of the Social Media Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner, I'll be back with you in the driver's seat next week. I hope you make the absolute best out of your day. And may social media continue to change your world. The Social Media Marketing Podcast is a production of Social Media Examiner.